We don't want to wait. You're Robin. You're Steph. And we're on season five? Season five. And I have a new computer. Hot dog. Sound <laughs> beautiful. Thank you. Same mic. Beautiful. Oh, okay. <laughs> this computer won't crash. Won't be, there won't be a threat of my computer completely crashing and losing all the recording like we've been doing for the last couple of years. So Own your 10-year-old yeah. computer. Yeah. She's been retired. Um, okay, we watched Written in the Stars, mm-hmm. Tippy Canoe and Taylor 2. <laughs> yep. Uh, we got us a peepee virgin. <laughs> and Norman Mailer, I'm pregnant. Norman Mailer, what are you doing on this show? Uh, That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on, on one hand, it's weird. On the other hand, it's not. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to it. Yeah. All right. Written in the stars. Uh, yeah, about th- the third time through this episode, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? I, I, I just didn't. The first couple of times through this episode, I didn't realize what the title was referring to. Uh, uh, I guess I don't understand what the title is referring to. The horoscope. To. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I guess it was written in the stars. And, uh, yeah, I I was hoping for some Luke and Lorelai. And uh, it, it did pay off. So, but first we have to check in on uh, Bachelor Richard in the pool house. Oh. And this is a much better pool house than uh, Logan Eccles. <laughs> yes. It's a very plush mm-hmm. pool house. I mean, for one person, it's fine. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think several people could probably live in that. that yeah, I'd be I'd be happy there. Yeah, uh, and he's got his geisha, Robert. <laughs> I mean, val valet, valet. Mm-hmm. How do we pronounce that? Valet. I don't know. I hear yeah. it both ways. Yeah, just like how Trump's uh, valet oh, or valet has I'd... come down. They're COVID positive. Oh, really? Yeah, and so I've heard valet. And I've heard valet. Hmm. I don't know why I've heard this twice today. I, probably because I was in the car and I heard NPR. But uh, uh, my next note, I forgot what I'm what I'm writing, but it, I just wrote down Mariah Carey's phone messages to her fans. I think that's referenced, and I was like, I think I was planning on looking up and seeing what that was all about, and I totally forgot. Do you have any idea? Uh, Lorelai said something about it. Okay, let's see. Uh, th- okay. So the whole point of this, of the cold open mm-hmm. is they're having drinks with Richard and he's, they're having conversation and Richard uses up all the conversation right. because, because, uh, Rory's telling about moving into Bradford, Branford, Branford is this part of Yale that she's moving into and right. it's where he lived. And, uh, so then when she gets, when they get to Emily for, for for the meal, they're all chatted out. Yeah. He gets you first, talks you out, and I get an exhausted shell. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like that the the maid uh, is probably under a lot of pressure, you know, when she comes over. And she's like, the dinner is served in the main house. And they're like, we're not done with drinks yet. But the madam is ready now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's probably even more pressure on the maid. Mm-hmm. Now that it was, she's doing like double duty. So, uh, so Richard comes in, he wants to get something out of his study, but Emily like 
gets very shrill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, you got to make an appointment if you want to come in the house and go to your study. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then, okay, so after dinner, so then the usual, I, I don't know. I don't know where. I didn't write down the part about Mariah Carey, okay. but it had something to do. I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things Lorelai it's, talks about. Just it was like a pop reference. Pop yeah, how reference. when uh, they're coming in the next day, they're coming into Luke's to eat breakfast. Lorelai and Rory are talking about potty. Why do we have to have another word for going to the bathroom? And Rory said, I don't know. What did you teach me? I told you to say bathroom. Yeah. It, it, this is another one of those like, hey, uh, what's the deal with uh, this other pe- this piece of language that we use? Like this word is every once in a while, they, you know, the writers have to, well, not every once in a while. It seems like almost every episode they have to like go like, hey, what's the deal with this? And you go like, hmm, makes you think. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, it's harmless, like it's not bad yeah. uh, that we're having to sit through. Like, it took up several, you know, pages of script, Yeah, and I don't hate it, but we could have done without it. I know. Sometimes when they do they do that, I'm like, all right, are we padding? <laughs> are we padding yeah. the episode because we're not, we don't have a lot of plot to get through? It's like, let's just sit and think about something for a minute. I, I th- it's just, just let's just talk in circles for a moment. <laughs> the mandatory thing that Lorelai has to talk about every episode. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, she's uh, she wants Luke to flirt with her, and he's <laughs> trying to act like that. Not that they don't want people to know they're dating, but they don't. They just don't want to bring attention to it. I, I think Luke is just like, all right, you know, like we're in a relationship. I'm really happy. But you're not going to just trot me out, and uh, and this is my place of business. This is this is I'm in I'm in work mode, you know. Uh, yeah. In, unless we're like by ourselves, then I can tell you that your genes are really working for me. <laughs> They're working for me too, so I, I agree with them. Um. Oh, and they I love the uh, that they mention. Um, Lorelai does this deep. Uh, dive mention into the plot of some kind of wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I do want to give a, a, a shout out to our previous iZombie podcast guest, Molly Hagen, friend of the pod. Oh, okay. That's right. <laughs> On that other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So people will know when they know. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lorelai says, you're going you're gonna to watch me walk away, aren't you? <laughs> and I, I'll, I'll put a little jaunt in it for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Again, thank you, Lorelai. Thank you, Lauren Graham. Um, <laughs> so, uh, oh, I, back at Yale, Marty. Yeah. I think the show really wants us to want Rory to like Marty because he's just an average, you know, salt of the earth. Yeah, every he seems guy. Like a nice guy. I mean, later we see him like you know being respectful and making sure the college kids don't bring the kegs into the. <laughs> into the memorial service uh, that is definitely just a college party. <laughs> um, yeah, it may be a it may be a memorial for Paris, but for everybody else, it's a, a party. Yeah, it's another party. Yeah. Uh, we yeah, like you said, uh, Rory has been moved into the Branford College residence now. Um, this is to explain where uh, Tana and Janet went. They're obviously still staying behind in the other dorm. <laughs> But of course, Paris, we like Paris. I mean, we like the other ones. We like Paris the most. Paris is definitely here. Yeah. Uh, well, them. yeah. At first, uh, so Rory and Marty, they're, you know, Marty's 
coming in when Rory's Rory's expected Paris to be there, and she's late. Paris is never late. Where is mm-hmm. Paris? She calls, and Asher is dead. Asher's dead. Uh, and uh, there's this whole thing where it's just like, it was a heart attack. And it's like, her, your mind immediately goes to, well, at least uh-huh. their mind, what are they having sex? Yeah. And, and Paris says, no worry. This great man was not brought down by my vagina. <laughs> great line. <laughs> I wrote that one down too. <laughs> yeah, no, he died during a performance uh, reading of Midsummer's Night Dream in front of his class. And the class didn't even realize, thought it was being very in character. Mm-hmm. And so pa- Paris has spent the summer going between the family, uh, where they're uh, dividing out his belongings. Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, yes, we're trying to be sold on the Marty thing, even though we're. I mean, come on, we know what's coming. Um, <laughs> as soon as as soon as we start seeing a, a certain someone, um, but this reintroduction to a uh, uh, naked dorm boy um pretty much starts with uh like what did you do this summer and he said something like like he ended up hanging out with nicole richie and then had to shower for six weeks after (laughs) i'm like that's like what did you like is you just basically calling her a skank (laughs) yeah you know i don't know i just don't like that yeah i thought that was a little like okay marty you're an asshole (laughs) yeah but I don't know. It's because it's 2004. And it's okay to to slam. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like maybe Nicole Richie is like leaning into that kind of a good bit there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also he, he found out that his uncle was his dad and his dad was <laughs> relieved. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I didn't look at the IMDb to see if mm-hmm. he's just going to be dismissed after this episode, but I wouldn't be uh, surprised. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, oh no. That my notes about the uncle is the dad is uh, when we is is later, but um, we do have some drama between Richard and Emily uh, because uh, Richard is getting crap for parking the car in the driveway, and that there's a tiny oil spot he left. And that he's going to need to go move his car 12 blocks away to restore it at the filling station. And uh, there's this like, he's just like, all right, well, so this is how it's going to be. You know, mm-hmm. Things are changing. I don't know. Um, I wish I could ask you, like, do you think they're going to end up back together? Um, me, I'm uh, I'm hopeful. I'd rather them together. Um, uh, well, I, I'll I'm just say... <laughs> Wayne Wilcox is in several more episodes. I'll just say that. Oh, Marty. Uh, yeah. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's very sad that Richard and Emily are having these, like, meetings, uh, very official meetings to sit mm-hmm. down and discuss business and the social engagements. And yeah, she's she's not letting him, you know, this this, this boundary thing that she's drawing. It's just... It's just, uh, it's very sad. I don't yeah, know. I, I have to say, you know, I've been through a divorce, so I, that seemed very familiar to me. And just like, oh, we're, uh, we're not the same as we used to be. We're not like breaking up yet. We still have, can, we still have the same boundaries. <laughs> like, yeah. And like, this is very, change. this is very emotionless and business-like. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
But anyway, um, so Marty and Rory are talking out on the, I don't know, what is this, the campus, the quad? <laughs> I don't know what to call it. That area between buildings uh, that they have as a set or maybe it's not a set. Maybe it's some college that they film at. I'm not sure. Probably a set. But uh, we see um, Marty uh, gets uh, kind of harassed and talked down to by a couple of, uh, you know, two or three uh, super richy guys. And one of them is Matt Zuckery from The Good Wife. And I'm so excited. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Got to say, I've been in circles where there's been some Gilmore talk and I've tried not to be spoiled at all. Um but I mean, I have Netflix. Netflix chooses its artwork. <laughs> I know this guy's going to be around a while, and I also know that some people don't like this character. And I got to say, I don't like him. Okay, <laughs> I have to say right up front, this guy has earned a lot of points with me because I spent like you know six or seven years with him on The Good Wife. Um, he had his ups and downs as a character there, but I've overall liked him. And, uh, to me, it's like, I don't know. They are playing him like kind of a, a pompous ass in the first couple episodes. Um, mm -hmm. but to me, like he's like, it's like, I already know him. So it's kind of like, I see through it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's Matt Zucker. He's, he's, he's kind of cool. And he always backed up Juliana Margulies for the most part. And <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. T before, um, Okay, this show has trained us to not like mm -hmm. these upper crust, rich, snobby oh, yeah. people. Absolutely. I I note later in my notes, they're trying to Tristan us. This, like, if Tristan was played by Matt Zuckery, I'd probably be more okay with it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so I'm trying to keep, you know, keeping a... Uh, open mind just like with christopher because i hated christopher because of the same because uh wait a minute gilmore girls wants me to hate rich boys uh -huh. but you know i can see oops i can see the charm you know of christopher and uh yeah see I'm, I'm that he's a fan. that he's a victim of this lifestyle just like lorelei was growing up right and um so this time I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be open-minded and, you know, feel how I feel this time through. Okay. Because Matt Zuckery has 10,000 times more charm and charisma than what we could have had. Uh, let's just say <laughs> it, than Chad Michael Murray. Uh. Or, no, then... Uh, uh, then Duncan. <laughs> Duncan Kane from Veronica Morris. Teddy Duncan. Yes. Yeah. Teddy yeah. Dunn, yes. Yeah. Yeah, this kid, he... Uh, Isn't it funny I mean, that we've so already, much. on this podcast alone, we've already been through both those actors and seen what they can do in different shows and still, I don't know. But your only mileage with Matt Zuckery is this show, right? You never watched The Good Wife, right? You never watched Correct. The Re I'm assuming you didn't watch The Resident because it's a medical show. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, for me, it's kind of like, 
Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. You know, I'm sure some people watch, I was thinking about this a lot because you know, you, you're just, you like certain actors and it gets mm-hmm. you through some of, you know, the bumpier parts. And it made me immediately think about like, imagine a person that's only, that has never watched Buffy or Angel and watched Veronica Mars and was like, I freaking don't get it. What people see in this, this charisma carpenter, uh, this character is awful and I hate her and oh, needs yeah, to get off the she, show. Yeah. Cause she brings her own, her past. She right. brings the, the history that you, yeah, <laughs> that really, that I, paints the character that you're watching at the moment also. Yeah. And I think that's like, uh, <laughs> that, uh, that probably means that I would never get anywhere as a TV critic. <laughs> <laughs> but as a as a as a fan, that it, it's got its ups and downs. <laughs> yeah, because you can't see, uh, you can't forgive for their, pa- you know, you yeah. Yeah. you can't their forgive past for good- past things, and you also you were you're immediately won over when you see somebody that you recognize that you really liked in another show. So, yeah, yeah, uh, that's why apparently there's a character on this show called. Doyle that I've heard of, but I know for a fact that Jonathan's on this show. (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, First date. Very awkward exchange. Should I, should, should he have picked her up? Should she have met him? Uh, Should he open the door? Should should he Oh, yes. This was, this was weird because you're like, oh, Luke and Lorelai, they've known each other all these years. Ten years we hear later. Ten years. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Oh, no, it's still awkward. <laughs> well, they're like they're like they've thrown away the the rule book or they're rewriting. They're, they're writing new rules for their relationship. Like uh, they've, they've, they've drunk. You know, the boundaries are definitely more open. Um, so and then we go to this place, uh, Sniffy's Tavern that we've never heard of. And apparently Luke goes here all the time and has like surrogate parents there, Maisie and Buddy. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they call him Lucas and says that Lucas never brings his girls here, so this must be <laughs> this must be a a good thing uh, that he's bringing Lorelai to this very personal place for for him. I and we do get into kind of a story. We we hear a little bit of background, like Buddy helped him start the diner. Um, Maisie went to school with his mother, mm-hmm. so he's known them for most of his life. Um, but yeah, um, it's interesting how we're kind of getting, I don't know, like, are, are we saying like, okay, now Lorelai's in a relationship with Luke. We're going to learn a lot. We're going to learn a lot more about Luke than we did before. Yeah, hmm. I think so. Yeah. I think we only know Luke in Luke's diner and the uncle of Jess. Right. We, right. this, yeah, I think this is going to fill in his character a lot more. I mean, we've heard Which it's really Duke weird at first. Dutch or what was this? Was it just Duke they called him? Yes, Duke. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It. Uh, and so we find out about. Oh, I know what it was. She Lorelai was trying to remember the first day they met. She could not remember. Right. And he. Oh, he knew exactly the first day they met. Mm. She came in, and like you can just imagine this scene. Yes. Because it's a scene like every like. A billion scenes you've seen before where she comes in wanting coffee. He's too busy. <laughs> if she writes on a horoscope, you will, you know, encounter 
somebody in desperate need of coffee or whatever. <laughs> and he took it and put it in his wallet. He's kept it all this time. Yeah. So all of this for all these seasons, four seasons of thinking, how is nobody else seeing that Luke and Lorelai should be together? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. There we. There. I wrote it down. You. You will meet an annoying woman today. Give her coffee, and she'll go away. I gave her coffee, but she didn't go away. <laughs> uh, I mean, I can see them just saying that story. You know, like in the opening uh, or closing credits of uh, of uh, when Harry met Sally. You know, <laughs> it's two old people. Uh-huh. There. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, Luke says, uh, this thing we're doing here, me, you, I just want you to know I'm all in. I am all in. Um, and this is, uh, I was worried. I was like, oh, God, is she going to get scared? Like, uh-huh. is this too much right now? I was like, oh, boy, Luke, hold back a little bit. I know. I know. The floodgates are opening. Um, but she she, she looks kind of, like, surprised at first and then all of a sudden, like, puts on this big smile. So, and that puts it on by like fakes it, but like she's charmed. Yeah. She's and I mean, and it seems like that that would be out of character for Luke for mm-hmm. him to just go ahead and say, I'm, you know, here, here, here's all I'm putting my, all my cards on the table. But I mean, I can see after the self help tapes. Yep. It's <laughs> exactly like, yeah, if you, that's what you want. You got to go after it and you can't lie to yourself and you can't lie to other people and you just got to go for it. Yeah. Uh, what are wonderful... Oh, ha- they have a champagne. And he's like, yep, I hate champagne. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, that later they're in bed together. How weird is it to see Luke there without his shirt on? I think he's been working out. Yeah. <laughs> I think they were like, all right, Scott Patterson, next season, you better work out over the summer because you're going to be shirtless a lot. Oh, that poor man. Uh, if you haven't been following along <laughs> our Facebook group, uh, Steph posted a collection of interviews with Scott Patterson and Lauren Graham about, you know, Luke. Where he, yeah. Where he's having to do media yeah. for Gilmore girls. And he looks like he hates every second of, oh they just keep talking to him. Like you're sleeping with Lorelai. How does that feel? Like, or you're with Lauren Graham. How does that feel? I'm like, dude, talk to him. Like he's a guy playing a character. Okay. How does this, what what's it like, you know, working with somebody for five years and then all of a sudden having to like do, share love scenes? I'm, but then again, even that question is kind of like, yeah, dude, I'm an actor. We do this. <laughs> this is uh, the thing why, we do. That's why I can't watch these interviews anyway. I can never. Oh. They frustrate me because they're stupid. <laughs> it's yeah. just so fake and phony. And, you know, they, they it just has to be done for. For publicity for the show. I don't show. know. When they really lean into that cheesy, like, tabloid uh, patter, I, it drives me nuts. I mean, I've, of course, talked to many people, you know, uh, in in acting and whatever, uh, especially with, like, iZombie Podcast and other things I've done in the past podcasting. And I've always been very, like, conscientious of, like, oh, my God. I, like, number one. I do not want this person to think I'm an idiot. <laughs> so I try really hard to like talk to them. Like this is the character you're playing. You know, it's just, it makes me 
kind of ill to see like actually major outlets going like, well, Luke, you know, <laughs> or like, what's it like sleeping with Lorelai this season? You know, just, I don't know. Maybe they're I mean, yeah. instructed by the PR people to like go yeah. for this stuff to get some I mean, more buzz about Gilmore Girls, but yeah, that's the typical. That's how Ugh. it goes. Ugh. Anyway, you should watch. It's major cringe. It's in our Facebook group, <laughs> Facebook.com/slash/group/slash Dawson's Group. If you want to major check cringe, it, <laughs> it is major cringe. Oh, uh, also, Luke has a compass tattoo. It looks like he's got some sort of tattoo on his arm. It looked like a compass, something circular, at least. I don't know. I can't see. I'm old. I'm blind. <laughs> well, when he's laying there with his shirt off and he's got his kind of his arms out and it looks like it's on the inside of his right arm, if I if I can remember correctly. Um. Oh, and I love this. It's like, OK, um, what CD should I get so I don't have to hear about it? You know, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, OK, uh, I'm thinking past today. I'm thinking for the future. What can I plan for you? Right. What can I? What can I do to for this? Re- I mean, it, it sounds like a uh, like it's not an important thing, but the thought, the gesture that you know, I'm planning for this to be a long term relationship. What kind of music do I have to have here to make you happy? Yeah. And I think Laurel, I mean, he knows from his previous movie night with her that Lorelai is very much like. A, a, a are you you're kidding me you haven't dot 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 you know so mm-hmm. i think music is a big part of that so uh especially when one of the major plot points of uh the previous season's finale is was making sure that there were proper cds put in everybody's room i mean oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like what cds do i need to avoid disaster <laughs> Yeah, what CD should I put on when the when when uh, we're dropping clothes? You know. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, my next note is, what the hell is she doing? Which is, why would Lorelai ever think about walking down into the diner in Luke's shirt and her underwear? I'm assuming, and to to get some coffee at the diner. I think that Lorelai is not a morning person. <laughs> Therefore, does not understand that there are people in the world who get up and do things before 8 a.m. Yeah. And just because <laughs> I remember like when my daughter started to school, when I first took her to kindergarten, I was like, oh, what's all these people doing out at <laughs> 730 in the morning? <laughs> Why are they not in bed? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think even there was like a, there was a Gilmore Girls episode when Lorelai was doing that, too. Uh, that same thing. Yeah, it was what they were trying to like get up, do a lot of things in one day, so they had to get up really early. She was just like, "There's a seven a.m." But I don't know. It's like it's daylight out. The diner, like she just assumed that. Well, well, she says she didn't think the diner would be open without Luke. Yeah, I guess she just wasn't thinking. (laughs) She's never been there without Luke being there. Like that, that'd be a big thing to assume. But maybe that's. Like, oh, she hasn't had her coffee, so therefore her brain doesn't work correctly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. even, even so, like, this is Stars Hollow. Like, people talk. And if she was walking down to the, into the diner and the diner was empty and the place was closed, those are still some big windows. 
especially the one that's facing Taylor's candy shop. I mean, Taylor is <laughs> could possibly be standing right there. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, not a smart move, Lorelai. Um, but uh, yeah. So she's just like, well, it's out. <laughs> yeah, people know. Yeah, yeah. So, um. Yeah, this character Finn is retracing his steps, looking for this girl that she bumped he bumped into, and um, I love this little exchange. It's like uh, um, he's gonna put Logan's number there in order for the girl to get back, so Logan can contact him or something like that. And so Rory's like, "This is where I live." Like Logan's like, "Don't put my number there." And then Rory's like, "Hey, this is my room," and he's like, "Okay, put my number there." So I'm like, there it is. <laughs> uh-huh. There's there's the actual meet cute, and I mean we really do get, uh, uh, well, this is I mean this is standard character named Logan antagonist behavior, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, you know they're gonna be they're gonna be uh, you know debate rivals at least here. Yeah, yeah, because I'll say you know Logan Nichols, Logan no Logan Nichols, that's not right, Logan. <laughs> You know, this is like what's going on in my mind. Yeah. I'm calling him Logan Eccles. It's a rich guy who talks to people lower, like they're lower than him. and But he's like a wild card too. Um, it is very Logan-y. Yeah. Logan was a popular name. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm watching Succession and there's a very cantankerous old man named Logan. Um, so, old man Logan. Mm. Um... Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Rory like gives him the what for about talking to people like they're bel- and he's he's like giving her well hey it's a free country you know I can talk to people however I want you know it's up to them how they're gonna react um, but when they get down to it Logan you know Rory's frustrated and Logan's like hey I had fun arguing with you <laughs> uh, you can call me master and commander or something like that yeah and, uh, I think that. I th- I feel like at first he didn't really recognize her. He didn't know her from the day before, but because she kind of gave it back to him, it got his attention and he liked that little, uh, that back and forth and it made him perk up and, you know, think, Oh, she's interesting. Yeah. So master and commander. mm -hmm. So I'm like Marty who, um, (laughs) you know, I mean, poor Marty. I mean, and, uh, you know, I mean, really Dean and Jess, I mean, I, maybe, I don't, (laughs) they haven't been completely blown out of the water, but, uh, but uh, yeah, poor Marty is just like a a limp fish. It's, (laughs) he's got nothing to offer. Um, he's a decent guy and you know, girls don't like that. Right. That actor, did I, did we talk about where? Where he was discovered? No, the, that, you mean oh, he, Matt Zachary or the actor that plays Marty? Wayne Wilcox. Okay. He was in the movie Rent and he in this, uh, but oh, really? Amy Sherman Palladino like discovered him, like met him. He was a waiter, huh, in a restaurant in New York, and she was like, "Come be on my show." Huh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you mind nudity? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you mind? Do you mind moving to? Los Angeles. We get a quick sad scene with Paris. By the way, we've spent over a half an hour talking about this one episode so far. So uh, uh, sit back, folks. Uh, <laughs> Paris is smoking a pipe so she can smell like Asher. Rory gives her a hug. 
I mean, yeah. Um, and, uh, oh, yeah, so this is really funny. Uh, Lorelai finds uh, Miss Patty and Babette and uh, the other older lady gossiping on the corner. The lady from uh, Double Mate Palace. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, got another uh, Sunnydale export. Uh, so, uh, yeah, they're, they're grasping, but it's about like lowering the free parking limit or something. And, uh, like nobody's talking about Luke and Lorelai, like who cares, you know? Yeah. It's like obvious that nobody's talking about them. Yeah. So, uh, we check in on Emily who is blaring, uh, crooner music, uh, (laughs) and micromanaging, the maids about how to kill the ants and she's super bored and uh but she's alarmed because richard drives away after 7 30 mm. at 7 30 so she calls lorelei and lorelei tells her to calm down her and luke are on their way to a town meeting and uh um it looks like i i hate town meetings and she says oh i thought you meant clown bleedings okay uh, <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, the wake is happening at the college and people are, college kids are acting like college kids. Uh, but anyway, town meeting. Now this is the good stuff. Um, so Taylor rules in this fender bender against Gypsy and who, who comments at the end, like we have to get a court in this town. (laughs) (laughs) Like seriously, Taylor is in charge of like actual crimes. (laughs) Uh, and then... (laughs) Uh, speaking so meta, the relationship we have feared for some time has emerged. <laughs> like we are, we citizens of Stars Hollow are all watchers of Gilmore Girls. We we have watched Lorelai's life and Rory's life thus far, and Luke and Lorelai have finally, you know, gotten together. And uh, everybody has been expecting this. Yep. <laughs> it was just a matter of time. Yep. Not not if but when and it's now. <laughs> and it's going to affect the town. The town we are you know what are we get what's the town going to do about this relationship? Right? Uh, what it, and, and and yeah, that's the thing. Like what if they break up? I mean, it is so meta. It is like, okay, we've gotten to the point of the show where we're finally going to get the two Willy Won't Theys together. How is that going to affect things? We won't have that like on the cusp of, you know, uh, ecstasy or whatever, like on uh, like that, that we're not edging people anymore to speak. (laughs) Frankly, (laughs) we are letting it happen (laughs) and, and there's no going back. Uh, So like either they're going to be happy or if they're not happy, how is that going to affect this show? Um, it's going to blow up their dynamic. They're not going to be able to playfully jab back and forth flirting, you know, who knows if they're going to end up together. That's all gone now. Now they're actually together. Um, so I love that. I love that. I love that they, they're, they're talking about it almost as if it's like, you know, it's like a writer's room meeting, like, okay, we're getting our main characters together. How is that going to affect the show? Um, you know, this is a huge thing to happen. It's like a, it's almost like a death of a character, even like you kill somebody off. You can't go back. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But uh, yeah, the, Taylor, Taylor argues it could be bad for the economy and the town if they do break up. And they re- relate the tale of Faye, the florist 
who were with who was with Art the Candyman, and so Art met Margie the fart the fudge the fart queen the fudge queen. <laughs> <laughs> and what really started sending me into a panic uh, was when Laura, like Luke, is just completely outraged. But Lorelai is like, "What if they have a point?" <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 uh, and I don't know. I, I wonder if the writers were kind of like, yeah, we'll, we'll jab them with this one. You know, we'll make Lorelai say, what if they have a point? Because Luke's all in. He's all in. The, and Lorelai's the only, the only one that could have reservations would be Lorelai. Yeah. And we know Lorelai has been pretty much oblivious <laughs> to the, to the Luke, uh, thing for this long. Uh, and she could go back to like, huh? Like, oh, this can't possibly happen because, uh, you know, we might not be able to have coffee together anymore or whatever, you know? And, uh, yeah, uh, I love that Taylor pulls out charts (laughs) and Kirk actually relates that, uh, uh, Faye, the florist actually might be living in one of the caves (laughs) (laughs) outside of town. Um, and I love it. I love Luke. Freaking just standing like, listen, this is this is my relationship and this is Lorelai's relationship. This is not your yeah, relationship. It's not yours. It's not yours. It's not yours. It is yours, but it's not yours. <laughs> and then Lorelai's like, show him the horoscope. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Taylor's trying to get his word that, you know, things will stay normal if they do break up and Luke says, I promise my word and a couple middle fingers <laughs> <laughs> that he'll move if they break up, which I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't see that as like a good thing for the town. Like we don't want Luke to move and then the diner to move. Mm-hmm. Of course, maybe Taylor can then just take over the diner. Mm-hmm. He'd be happy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, in the midst of this, uh, Emily is calling and says she doesn't want to be an Italian widow. <laughs> what does that mean? It won't Italian. Be, she's, I will not sit alone, sit home alone and in, in the dark, like an Italian widow. <laughs> uh, and, I'm glad you have all this because I don't have these notes. Yeah. My notes disappeared. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, she asks Lorelai to meet her for coffee and Lorelai says she can't. And, you know, she gets the fine click, but. Lorelai all of a sudden has a revelation. Uh, Yeah. Like uh, it comes to her that uh, Emily might be headed for Rory and calls her and it's not in time. Oh (laughs) yeah. She's, Oh yeah. That's right. I remember this now. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but uh, I love it that Emily shows up and she's, you know, she's super respectful and, you know, knows exactly what, you know, like Paris, Paris gives Emily a hug. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe Emily's mood, she needs to be at awake right now. <laughs> um, and then Marty asks Rory if she has a boyfriend and, uh, Rory's like, I don't know. <laughs> mm. And I, I made a note. This is 2004's version of it's complicated. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Because last we knew Rory went to Dean's house and you know, the, when he had the, uh, the wrinkled hoodie um and he got mad and like went in the house and slammed the door in her face practically so we don't know where rory and dean stand so rory drives to see dean and he opens the door and stands aside and 
He's he, over it. He walks in. I, Dean just seems, he gets so mad so easy. But I'm thinking, now I'm thinking, is it just his acting? Is it that he can't, that <laughs> all he all he can do is mad and not mad? Like he has no, he can't temper that any. I don't know. How many years have you been watching Supernatural? What do, what do you think? It's, I mean, you've been want, think think about it. Add Gilmore Girls and Supernatural. Think about uh, how much Jerry I think Padalecki Gilmore, you've watched. Well, I, think, <laughs> I think Gilmore Girls requires different acting than yeah. Supernatural is like scared and uh, fighting and crying over my dead brother. <laughs> and I think that's all that it requires. I think it only requires like three modes of acting. And Gilmore Girls seems to require more and he just he's very limited i don't know doesn't doesn't stick out to me um i i just see him as you know a character a punk kid (laughs) just a punk kid yeah i don't see acting stuff (laughs) (laughs) episode four tippic new and taylor two we should really start like speeding through this guess who wrote this episode I already found out. <laughs> Bill Prady. Bill Prady, Big Bang, Big Bang Theory guy, uh, and apparently was the co-executive producer of Gilmore Girls for season five, just that one season. Mm. Then they couldn't afford him anymore. <laughs> I guess not. And he went on to start his own show. I guess I don't know. Lorelai wakes up. Remember the dream that Lorelai had <laughs> that she woke say. up and went downstairs and Luke was cooking for her. Oh her my dream God. came true. Listen, I got nervous. <laughs> <laughs> because you know the main part of that dream is the fact that Lorelai is pregnant and we've got a we have an episode title a couple episodes from here that says Norman Mailer I'm pregnant and uh-huh. that's the one thing that I was like do not get Lorelai pregnant right now like no 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 um but you know it's not her like so I think it like was. maybe at the end of the show but we don't at the end of the baby. show I'm babies were in shows I'm fine yeah. Well, I'm sure the last season that everybody hates or, you know, I've just heard nothing but bad things about um, it. They're going to totally saddle her with a baby um, or just with a pregnancy. It's going to be the pregnancy season. It'll be like, what, season seven? Yeah, uh-huh. that's good. Yeah. Uh, we- uh, but Lorelai does not want Luke to cook her breakfast at home. She yes. wants to go to Luke's. <laughs> just like how Tommy Lee has a Starbucks at his house. It's not the same. You Cribs, go to Starbucks. Baby, watch it. <laughs> you go to Starbucks to see people and all that. Uh, yeah, I am cooking, but I am Luke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what's weird? This, and I think there was a scene in the last episode where they got into a Luke and Lorelai got into a discussion, and it involved Luke uh, and Lorelai talking about the diner. And they didn't talk about the diner, they called it Luke's. Luke calls his diner Luke's. Lorelai <laughs> yeah. says to Luke, not your diner. She just calls it Luke's. Mm-hmm. And and it's so weird. Yeah. Like, why would somebody talk like that? I don't know. Like, hey, your diner. Your diner. It's your diner. Like, it's got your name on it. Your diner. The diner. Your yeah. diner. The diner. Diner. We know what we're talking about here. We don't yeah. need to say Luke's. Like, I am Luke. <laughs> Uh, anyway. So Rory calls looking for a book and says, I hear, I hear Luke, what's Luke doing there so early in the morning? Is he naked? Is he? And, <laughs> Don't yeah. tell her I'm naked. 
Uh, Printing press. Uh, Printing press. That's silly. And oh, does this uh, actually leave after this episode? Like, I don't remember seeing this after this episode. No, I think it's just this episode. Yeah. But I like how Paris is like the printing press was on Rory's backpack. She was late for school, and she was like, "Well, I'm sorry." Like, <laughs> Paris is not sorry. Right. Anytime Paris says she's sorry, she's she's screaming, and she's not sorry. Uh, uh, the dragonfly yeah. needs two parking spaces. Uh, yes, and the application name doesn't match the permit, or something like that, and it has it has to do with the fact that she's got her middle name on one, and her uh, and middle name's not on the other. Permit. Did we find out what her middle name was, by the way? She says it, right? Victoria, isn't it? Huh. No idea. All right. Jackson has a new greenhouse where he grows uh, hydroponic tomatoes. You can have tomatoes in October. It's like a miracle thing. Yeah, sure. He's uh, growing tomatoes in there. I know that's what my husband said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, Jackson. You look like a hippie, buddy. <laughs> uh Dean comes over. So, okay. So, Dean and Rory are getting together. He's coming over to the dorm and the print press is in the oh, middle of the acting conference. like it's normal. This is a normal it's thing. Just, they're in a relationship. Yeah. Kiss at the door. Um, and I love that Paris calls it out. Like, oh, you're back with Farmer Boy. I thought he was married. And, yeah. then, and then, of course, we get into the, how loud are you when you're having sex? Yeah, she was like, you're having sex? Well, we need to work out a system. <laughs> Give me a three-minute warning. And she gets so, Rory gets so frustrated with her. She's like, three-minute warning. <laughs> so Paris is like, I'm out of here. <clears throat> he's just, yeah, uh, Paris is, he's, is he going to come over a lot? He probably is. You know, he's at his peak. And mm. uh, it's probably the only thing he's good at. So Ugh. we're probably going to do it all the time. <laughs> so disgusted uh, with Dean. Yeah. The Sorry. band... Well, I mean, yeah, and that and how the whole dynamic of Dean, the whole yeah, just they've broken shame. it again. This is this is something that was sweet to begin with, and they've broken it. They should have had a town meeting about this. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Zach, Lane, and Brian are buying groceries, and Zach is getting a bunch of beer. Is Zach over twenty one? <laughs> I guess so. I yeah, it's just weird. It's like okay, so. Um, He's over 21, or he's at least 21, or he has a fake ID. I don't know, but obviously he can't use a fake ID in Taylor's. I mean, everybody knows everybody in that town. Uh, Taylor has balloons to say vote for Taylor, and he starts saying this, like, thing to Jackson, like, oh, sorry about the greenhouse. And uh, Oh, yeah, this is what's so frustrating about Taylor. Yeah, he mentions it, and then he doesn't want to talk about it. This is not the place to talk about it. Yep, and... Jackson's like, I can't go to this meeting. And Taylor's like, get a babysitter. You know, like, it's your problem. It's your problem that <laughs> you can't find out what's wrong with your greenhouse. <laughs> uh, uh, Lane calls Rory to get advice on what to do about Zach and starts talking about all these inter interband couples and the ones that went well and the ones that didn't. And then she plays. She was like, listen to this song. And then I'm going to play you two songs. And I want you to tell me. If you hear a, a change in quality, it was really cute. <laughs> okay. Did you just say this is cute? <laughs> because we need to have a town meeting about this too. So what? Lane has accepted that she likes him. Like, yeah. and this is, a, this is, this is going to be, a, this is going to be a thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, <sighs> although there is a later scene where I was just like, okay, well, if it can stay like this, I'm okay with it, but we'll, mm -hmm. we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, oh yeah, Dean can't drive there 
wants Rory to drive to him and she's kind because of hesitant about he's doing still that. sharing the car with Lindsay. Right. Right. Lindsay, get your own car. Lindsay, get a job. Right. You don't. Why does he owe her? Why does, I mean, so we're certain that he, I mean, what, wouldn't you maybe make an assumption that maybe Lindsay's mom bought her that car <laughs> or bought them the car and they sh- they're sharing it? Like, why are we just assuming that Dean paid for the car with his money? Mm. Why is it Dean's car? Well, why are they sharing the car? They're divorced. Why are they, they still, why are car? they still, they don't have a child. Why are they still involved in each other's lives? Maybe they have both their names on that car. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, town meeting. Tick okay. season. <laughs> oh, yeah. Taylor going on and on and on about these ticks. Kirk is just hanging on every word. Like, it's so interesting. <laughs> Jackson just needs to move his greenhouse over six inches. Problem solved. If it's on wheels, you know. Oh, it's not on wheels. So, Jackson decides to yeah, run against completely Taylor. Completely ridiculous. Um, and I love that Lorelai brings up the whole, uh, permit thing and, and, uh, Taylor's like, you need your full name on there. She's like, I'm Lorelai Gilmore. Like how many Lorelai Gilmores do you know? She's like, well, (laughs) there's Rory. And, um, and I love that, um, Gypsy, uh, mentions when we find out Jackson's going to run against Taylor. Nobody runs against Taylor. He's our Papa Doc. Which is like what does what does that, that mean? Isn't that like like witch doctor or something like that? Like I, I'm thinking there's like a, a bond bond villain that was like Papa Doc or something like that, or like like he's a gang leader or something like that. I don't want I'm so afraid of being super racist or something that I'm actually going to look this up. Haiti. Oh, he's the president of Haiti. Wow, I am yes. super racist. I'm sorry. I suck and I'm white. Uh, <laughs> I'm not very cultured and I'm dumb and uh, I'm really sorry. Uh, yeah, Papa Doc. Oh, yeah. Right, See, I knew I felt it was bad about him. Uh, New York Times article saying that uh, he's a he was a ruthless dictator. Yes, he was unanimously reelected. Mm-hmm. So I knew there was something bad about him. Yeah, president for he declared himself president for life. Huh. Well, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Uh, Taylor, of course, you're talking. Uh huh. <laughs> All right, uh, we go to Dean's and uh-huh. we see Clara again. Yes, Clara is all grown up. Yeah, um, I went to the IMDb because I was like, she looks familiar. <laughs> mm-hmm. And spoiler alert: this is the f- only the fourth time we've seen Clara, and the final time we're going to see Clara. And Clara has been played all this time by Scout Taylor Compton, which okay. Um, Mm -hmm. you might know she was going to be the new Laurie Strode in the Rob Zombie Halloween movies that nobody ever watched. (laughs) Uh, and, uh, she was also Lita Ford in the runaways. Oh, so yeah, she was kind of a thing for, for a little bit. And I'm assuming that, you know, like uh, the Rob Zombie movies didn't do very well. And, uh, you know, they were people like hated them and, uh, you know, that would have been a nice jumping board for her, but she, she's still, she's still working and stuff. Um, but I was like, oh. I was just surprised, you know? Yeah. Did you see the Joan Jett documentary? It's a very good documentary. No. Where's that? Yeah. I don't know where I saw it. 
but look it up. It's good. Okay. And did you see the the uh, Beastie Boys documentary? Not yet. No. <gasps> no it's so good. I know. I got I I got a brand new Apple computer. I've got a year of Apple TV. Have I watched any Apple TV? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Not I at know. All. I have I have these big plans. And... I know. I'm like watching Succession and the old Battlestar Galactica, Shit's Creek, and. Mm-hmm. Random episodes of The Simpsons and King of the Hill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and a couple of new TV shows here and there. Like, I'm going to definitely check out that Mark Ruffalo show coming out uh, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Run. Uh, I didn't like Run. I've liked, I've liked it. So, anyway. Um, Killing Eve. Killing Eve's good. Haven't watched that yet. Have a, I've watched the first two seasons and then I dropped cable and then realized, oh, AMC and BBC, they lock their shit up tight <laughs> until it. And so I'm, I'm hoping uh, when the season ends, it'll be on Hulu like the other seasons of Killing Eve are. So. Uh, all right. So Dean's mom got a new focus. Dean's in his old room where he's, uh, you know, it's obvious that life went on without him and then he moved back in because <laughs> – Mom's making a dress in there, and he has they. So they, they he goes to turn on the television. It's an old television set. It has to warm up. Yeah, and, I also love that Claire is blaring Avril Lavigne in her room, <laughs> and just and, uh, the 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 fact that it's like so much for my happy ending <laughs> speaks a lot <laughs> to the situation. Uh, also, uh, hashtag character assassination. Clara says I didn't like Lindsay, <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, and then there's this whole thing about Dean's mother. Uh, you know, how long's Rory staying? Because we got to oh. set the security system. The I mean, worst. it's just this it relationship. You've been acting like a, an adult for a little while, and all of a sudden, and then you have to go back to being a child. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, I went back to my parents' house after my divorce. It was not <sighs> so much crow. Uh, uh, all right, so um, Luke's is uh, ham- campaign headquarters uh, against Luke's wishes. <laughs> yeah. uh, Kirk has decided to poll himself, and he thinks that Jackson's going to win. And, oh, I noticed the sign behind Sookie and Lorelai says, Jackson, select the best. It looks just like a meme. <laughs> like it's got the exact same font as a meme. I don't know. Huh. Maybe that's where memes were created. Maybe <laughs> so. So the Gilmore Girls. Yeah, Luke says you cannot gather here, and and Lorelai says, "Wow, sleeping with you is getting me nothing." Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that when uh, when Kirk says, "You know, I polled myself, and I decided that Jackson's going to win," they said, "Thanks for dressing up to talk to yourself." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, Jackson takes D- Davy to work the crowd, mm-hmm. and uh, but gets uh, over. Uh, uh, over something, whatever. It's Taylor Taylor comes out and offers free handmade ice cream for every mm-hmm. registered voter. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get Lane's band to play. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, oh, I know what it is. Lorelai calls Rory and you know is telling her about you know ask her if she's going to be there. That Lane's band's playing and and uh, you know you get a free how's button. Dean? Oh, I'm a sucker for a yeah. How's Dean? And she's <laughs> just trying to be nice. Yeah. So he calls her yeah. out and says, and Lorelai says she's just trying to sound cool. Yeah. Cool about it. All right. Um, 
we're now parking on a back road and we see a giant and a sprite trying to get it on in a compact car. <laughs> uh, not working. Yeah. And Dean, Dean says, gets mad. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. What does he say? Just, just well, take the, me home. The whole thing where like, he says, well, you know, he, he doesn't want to rub Lindsay's nose in it. Mm-hmm. And I don't like how mad he gets at Rory. Like it's Rory's fault. But I'm also thinking like, like, yeah, like you should, I don't know. I think there's a bit of shame to, 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 you should have if you get out of your marriage and want to just walk around the town with your, the girl that you cheated on your, your wife with, you know, I don't know. I, it's like, in a way I'm kind of like, oh, whatever, um, people want, should be, feel free to be with who they want and, you know, and but I don't know. It's just a, yeah, maybe I, again, I'm just going back to like my traditionalist feelings about <laughs> relationships and stuff. It's like, yeah, you just kind of give it a couple weeks, you know, come on. You yeah. can't just walk around and pretend, you know, and just like be like, well, we're happy. We're a happy couple now, you know? And so who cares about Lindsay? And, yeah. and she happens to drive by or her mom happens to drive by or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Okay. <laughs> I agree completely. It's a, uh, you know, how arrogant of you, how uh, you're only thinking about yourself. Yeah. You're out in public immediately and with the woman who wrecked your marriage. Yeah. Uh, He wrecked it himself and da 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 da. (laughs) Uh, You know, they both played a part in it. Uh, I don't know. So after, so Rory takes Dean home and she comes to stay with Lorelai that night and. Uh, Lorelai doesn't like it that you know that Rory just had to come to Stars Hollow when she has classes first thing in the morning. Right, she's putting herself out there for Dean a bit too much already. Yes. And, uh, yeah. Uh, all right, we go to voting day. And, Suki uh, has Hillary hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Lane's band is not happy with the music choice, and to me. I'm like right there with Jackson. Believe it or not, the theme song from The Greatest American Hero is one of the best songs ever made. Yes. Um, it is because just, we are old. We are, we are <laughs> old. And yes, I did write down goddamn millennials, but then I noticed that Gil was also like, yeah, what is this song? But then again, I'm like, oh, you know, he's a rocker. Maybe he's, this is not cool to him. Um, it mm-hmm. is kind of yacht rocky. <laughs> um, but I was also thinking like, okay, well, yeah, they don't like this song, but what's going to happen here is they're going to end up rocking the song out. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I was not let down. Because, yeah, Gil mentions that Jimi Hendrix turned something like the Star Spangled Banner into like, yeah, he, a rock anthem. He turned, into, he turned it into an anthem. <laughs> <laughs> Which it is. And, yeah, Zach happens to mention that part of this is appealing to chicks. Hey, cat, stop. 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 <laughs> Yeah, appealing to chicks, and he was yeah. like, you know, that and that. Why we're here? No, and for Lane, she's like, no, not me. This is not what I want. Yeah. And uh, Gil says, "How I met my wife." Yeah. <laughs> uh. So yeah, Luke ended up actually closing down the diner, and Kirk uh pulls everyone but Taylor this time, and discovers that everybody's voting for Jackson, and that the hatred for Taylor must run really deep. Yeah, they were like. Kurt, come over and sit down. He says, I can't. These are not my pants. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then, you know, everybody's clearing out of the, the, the campaign headquarters, a.k.a. Luke's. Um, and Lorelai looks over through the window and there's Taylor moping by himself. And Lorelai starts feeling sad. And I'm just like, I mean. Remember, Lorelai, <laughs> everything that Taylor does. Everything to annoy. that Taylor does. Just uh-huh. everything. Like how much, how arrogant he is with his position in the town. Um. And, uh, yeah, so, so I was just like, ugh, you know, show, I don't want to feel that way. I don't feel that way. So, you know, I don't want the character that is the lead of the show to feel that way. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, we go out to the bandstand and yeah, Sookie's super excited that how much support, uh, Jackson is getting, which is just sweet. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, of course this town is going to pull together and be super positive for, um, for someone like Jackson and pe- people like Jackson are Sookie are good people. Um, mm-hmm. But I just love that. The idea of Sookie just being like, not expecting that, you know, mm-hmm. kind of moved by it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's kind of cute. Mm-hmm. And Rory is there to see help alien. And she, I'm, uh, she tells Lane, I'm your groupie. Uh, <laughs> she said, but I'm saving experimentation for my junior year. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, uh, I said something about like building a roof. I didn't get. Oh yeah, Suki says, "Put your hands together and let's build the roof." Uh, she was meaning raise the roof. Raise the roof. Okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Happy Alien does play. Uh, believe it or not, which I liked half of. I liked the parts where Sebastian Bach was actually singing. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but it ended up kind of fun. You know, I, I, I enjoyed it. I love that song again. Um, obviously I prefer the original. <laughs> I thought this was a little jumbled, but there are parts of it where I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of nodding my head a little bit. Yeah. It was like so fast. It was like getting away from them. It was just too fast. Meanwhile, uh, Lorelai is trying to take down her, her, her best friend's husband's campaign. <laughs> Yeah, like what are you doing? Yeah, you know this is gonna backfire. But uh, uh, then it turns out that uh, Jackson did win, uh, save for a few votes, um, and Jackson then gets to the mic and says, "Wait a second! <laughs> Wait a second! I, I have a job. <laughs> what was I've I got thinking? a kid. I don't have time to be selectman. The hell am I doing here?" And then everybody's like, "Yeah, he's so honest." <laughs> <laughs> ah, good, good, good uh, political commentary there. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach brings the two blondes back to the house yeah. for the sucker, the sucker beer. And then Lane tells him her, tells her, her, tells him her feelings mm-hmm. in the kitchenette, which were to assume that is out of earshot of the people sitting directly mm-hmm. in front of it. Then uh, <laughs> she tells her. Tells him that she likes him more as a more than a bandmate, more than a friend, <clears throat> and that he should know that. And then she goes to her room to, to play moody music, I'm sure. And then Zach goes out for air. So we know, obviously, this is happening from that. Yeah. Uh, out, cat. Out. Get out. <laughs> We're out. getting a new co-host. Well, somebody's really trying to get onto the show. Diana, out. <laughs> Go on. Back to Themyscira with you. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, so Dean shows up and apologizes and kisses Rory in public. And then um, the question comes up, if Lindsay didn't find that letter, was he still uh, going to leave Lindsay? No. And, uh, but he says he was. But uh, Rory is not looking like she believes him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then Taylor makes his concession speech and says he's looking forward to the recall recall election. Mm-hmm. And, yes. Uh, yeah, he's, he starts out sounding very modest and, Democracy you know, has spoken. Yeah. Hat in hand, like he's going to concede, but he doesn't. Right. And then he says, you will have Taylor Dosey to kick around again, which is uh, uh, paraphrasing Nixon's uh, famous quote there. Yes, because Taylor is like a Nixon. <laughs> yeah. Nobody likes him. <clears throat> and, of course, Jackson has already been in, being inundated with uh, uh, requests. requests. Uh-huh. And then we have a cute scene at the end where Luke is has already gone to bed. And, yeah, uh, Lorelai's like, "Oh, yeah, you have to get up like really, really early." Those nights that I have insomnia and I come over to the diner and you're already up. Oh, yeah, right. And so it's cute. Like she says, "I'm learning now." Like, well, yeah, you also hate champagne. I'm I'm learning. So um, that's cool. I like that because it's not like a one sided thing. Like Luke is willing to learn some things about Lorelai and mm-hmm. and understand her, and Lorelai is actually cool with learning about Luke. So, yeah, mm-hmm. and adjusting. <clears throat> yep. All right. Yeah. See, that's what's really hard at our house. I get up at four forty, <laughs> and when you do that like five times in a row, when you are off, you still get up at four forty. <sighs> yep. Like right now. I'm so sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. We got us a pee-pee virgin. Yes. Sorry. Which what? Of what virgin? <laughs> pee-pee. Pee-pee. Pimpy. Pimpy. Pee-pee. 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 You sounded like you said pee-pee. And uh, that implies uh, something really, really uh, gross. Yeah. I don't like this title, but that's what we got. All right. All right. <clears throat> So Jackson. Jackson is selectman, and he's yes. got tomato on his shirt. Yep. And he's taking a call from a mom whose kid got hurt on the playground or something. Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. going to get Leslie Nope on it. <laughs> uh- <laughs> yeah, he did mention Parks and Recreation. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh- yeah, I can I can definitely see Pawnee and Star Hollow being pretty much the same town, uh, except that um, most you know the Star Hollow's residents would be you know there'd be more obese people there. Um, and I love this whole bit where Lorelai's like, "Hey, could you could you sign these couple papers?" And oh yeah, out, she's trying to get him to sign the parking permits, and then right at the end, it's like he's like, "I'll forge that for you." <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> Because, you know, when you've been married, yeah, my signature's just, my signature's just as good as his signature. I, mean, uh, I don't want to give any advice to the, you know, the the forging artists that are being put out of business uh, by this. But, like, who actually checks signatures anymore? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, Have you seen so- our president's signature? I mean, anybody can sign things now. Uh, yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, so, uh, oh no, but wait, back up. Ah. Lorelai and Rory, no, Lorelai and Suki are in the kitchen still talking about this, and uh, Dean passes by 
and Lorelai waves to him, and he just, like, ignores her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a little weird. Mm-hmm. Can we go to Yale now? <laughs> now, Grandpa's having lunch with Rory at Yale. Yes. And Richard's talking a lot. He's, you know, he's very talkative. He says his, his valet is not very talkative. Yes, his valet. Yeah. He's, he's lonely. <laughs> Rory's picking up on that Richard's lonely. And then they cut off, like, the best conversation. I was like, oh, yeah? Because the, the scene ends with, I saw the most preposterous thing on TV last night. It's been ages since I flipped through the channels and the horrors to be discovered there. <laughs> See, I took that as... This is a great television show we're writing. Can you believe what these other networks are showing? <laughs> it's just crap. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what it is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that we get the one thing we have to remember from this conversation is Richard is concerned about Emily's car being. Serviced. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's, there's like, there has to be a go, go between, between yeah. him and Emily. Uh, they talk about what they're reading. Richard is reading what? What is he reading? Like a the the decline of the Roman Empire. Western decline of Western civilization, and it's like a huge Part book. Six. <laughs> yeah, and Rory. Uh, oh, never mind. We'll get to that later. Yeah. Uh, so you're the tired one, but yet you're slowing us down constantly. Oh, Lorelai goes to <laughs> to Luke's for coffee. You know, she, he's going to give her the coffee. She's like, no. This is your business. I need to still pay you. He says, but you can't tip me. And she says, I'll tip you later. And she gives an awkward wink. <laughs> awkward wink. wink. <laughs> oh, it was funny. <laughs> then we get the whole thing where Luke reveals that, you know, all this time she shouldn't have been tipping him since he's the owner of the business. And uh, and then Lorelai says that now he owes her for like 10 years of, even though it was bad tipping, it was still tipping. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, this whole tipping thing goes through the episode. Uh, Lorelai goes out and she runs into Dean. So they talk, and she was like, "Yeah, I saw you the other day. You you must have been busy. You didn't you didn't see me." And she doesn't want it to be awkward. She wants to get over this. Mm-hmm. Dot dot dot. Uh-huh. Gilmore House. Uh, Emily. Emily buys a panic room, <laughs> and it's in the foyer. <laughs> of course. And, and it's the, the, tiny. The, it's small. Yeah, it's a more one like an person. anxiety room. <laughs> yeah, right. It, like, who would want to sit in there? I, I don't know. It, it, it seemed a little bit too small, even installed in some sort of wall or something. That's like a mm-hmm. that's a panic closet. You know, that's mm-hmm. um, yeah. Seems anxiety inducing. And I love the joke that keeps coming back. Like, like, like Jodie Foster. <laughs> <laughs> what does Jodie Foster have to do with this? <laughs> Um, uh, there's no gin to make martinis, so they go out to the uh, <laughs> check the bathtub. Co- Please don't joke with the maid; it's not what they do. <laughs> yeah, so they go out to the to the pool house because Richard's out of town, and Emily just starts snooping through everything, mm-hmm. and it makes Rory super uncomfortable. It smells of cigars and debauchery. <laughs> and she goes in the closet, and she finds this glittery vest. Yes. What's the glitter gold vest for? This is a party vest. I, I love Rory just trying to get them out of the pool house. And she's at the she's at the, the wet bar. And she says, I think I've spotted gin. It's rum, right? <laughs> and yeah, Lorelai says, I love that you 
I love you for that. Like, <laughs> I love that you don't know what Jen looks like. Right. Yeah. So um, then after after Friday night dinner, they go by Luke's for dessert, and Luke brings them ice cream and pie and a grapefruit. Yeah, the grapefruit is for Rory because it's too late for Lorelai. <laughs> <laughs> So they plan they're this they're gonna get together tomorrow night. They're all gonna go out for Rory, but they don't really Luke doesn't really realize at first that Dean's involved in this. Yeah. Yeah, he comes over and it's like, Hey, you wanna get together for yeah, let's all get together and it's like, Oh my god, like here I am playing like dad to Rory and now they, they you know, Lorelai wants us all to hang out together. Like this is this is perfect, you know. Mm-hmm. Our, our special Rory, you know, and I can be more dad-like to her. Um, but yeah. <laughs> and then, and he, di- he didn't know that Rory and Dean were dating at oh, all. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like a double whammy. Hey, what's that now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, the band are practicing. Brian wrote a song. Brian's song. <laughs> <laughs> Zach? Zach can't, he can't deal with it because it's reminding him of Billy D. Williams and cancer. I know. Here we go. We got our classic old writers. <laughs> Hashtag old writers. Yeah. This uh, I mean, like I never saw Brian's song. Me I know either. that it's a sad movie, but yeah, this I didn't know Billy D. Williams was in it. This alleged twenty-one-year-old is is making a reference to a nineteen seventy-one <laughs> film that was on like TV. <laughs> it wasn't even, I, but it was. It got so many uh, tears that they they ran it in theaters. I remember that. I still haven't watched it, but yeah, it's like Billy D. Williams and I think James Con, right? have no idea. no idea it's sad so uh, uh yeah, Zach's acting like he doesn't want to spend time alone with lane yeah Brian's he's like a, he's, he's avoiding it yeah. mm-hmm. we go to kyle's oh kyle's home from the navy he's got an apartment he's got a hook what yeah i, I didn't even notice that till the end of the scene i was like wait what 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 <laughs> he's got a hook hand is that a joke or and i quickly like Looked at the looked up the actor. I was like, "Does this actor have a hook hand?" And it's like, "Oh, good for him," kind of thing. No, it's no. he's got both his hands. Yeah, uh, he says it's a chick magnet. <laughs> yeah, and Dean's sleeping on his couch. Uh, yeah, sad. Been there too. Um, and uh, yeah, huge fan of Bob Dylan. All right, the next day, Emily calls Lorelai to give her the code for the panic room. It's one one. <laughs> One, one, one. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> Write this down. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. Don't give it to Grandpa. <laughs> uh, Lorelai says to Rory that uh, Richard and Emily should just get divorced already. and But Rory is not, not happy with that. And she Mm-mm. thinks that Grandpa misses Grandma because he's reading that book. And it's an obvious cry for help because no one right. <laughs> Yeah, you only read it as a, a school assignment. Right. Um, so Lorelai goes to visit Richard wait, 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 back from his I, trip. I, I love I love this uh this whole ex- this this exchange here where it's just like uh like Rory forgot to mention the the car thing to Emily and uh but she says the less I mention the less you mention the grandma the better and Lorelai's like by George I think she's got it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. all this time. I've only been trying to drill this in your head your entire life. <laughs> Uh, okay, so now Lorelai goes to Richard to Wearing the pool glasses house. And she's looking good uh, she's looking Yeah, good. Right. uh-huh His lurch left him in a lurch <laughs> Yes Yes, so the glittery gold vest is for Barbershop Quartet, ah, that makes sense So that's where he was going yeah. that night That uh, Emily couldn't figure it out 
And so Lorelai is trying to get Richard to, t- you need to tell mother these things. Yeah. You know, she wants to know what you've been filling your, filling your evenings with. Um, we shoot back to Lane's apartment and we see This is that- really cute where they're all getting dressed in the kitchen. Like <laughs> Zach, they're all using like one tiny mirror. <laughs> the one sink, the kitchen sink, basically. Yeah. And, uh, yeah they need we- a plunger. Zach wants to go to a store to, uh, that sells used plungers. <laughs> We also see that, oh, that's where Lorelai got the glasses from. She stole them from Lane. <laughs> oh, Lane doesn't have her glasses on. <laughs> no. she, looks, she looks so grown up. Yeah. I, I didn't really, didn't even recognize her for a minute there. I was like, wait, the, oh, okay. <laughs> Never seen her with her glasses. Yeah. And see, when, when Zach says that he wants to go someplace and buy those little things that they need, he wants to go to the store to buy used plunger. I'm wondering, is this his way of, you know, he heard what Lane said and that's his way of saying, okay, I'm prepared to take a step also. But then she's like, Zach, I made up my mind. I take it back. I take it back. I don't mean it. There's never going to be anything between you and me. Yep. Yeah, right. Uh, (laughs) uh, So, yeah, the date begins and... uh, yeah, Luke is oh, already, Dean. Uh, yeah, Luke's upset because Dean comes up uh, wearing slacks, pleated yes. slacks. Uh, so they want to get takeout from JoJo's and then go to the black, white, and red movie theater, which I wrote down all spelling the colors out: black, white, and red. And I was like, "What? There's a movie theater? What is going on?" But it's the bookstore. We, we find out it's the bookstore, and when they show an exterior shot, it's black, white, and red. R e a d. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay. Duh, of course. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. The why would we not get food from Luke's to bring to the theater? Where we get, you know, if Luke's food sits around for too long. It sucks. JoJo's food always sucks. So <laughs> that's why we get it's relativity. You know, yeah. Einstein and such. Yeah. Yeah, and Dean has to explain it to Luke. You know, Luke, you're the new person in the group. This is how we do things. Mm-hmm. These are the rules. Uh, uh, you know, this is going to be just like the old days. Yeah. Just like the first time Rory and Dean dated. Yeah. Um, first reel of Cool Hand Luke caught fire. So Kirk offers to act it out because he's the MC of the whole night. And apparently he totally ruined Last Tango in Paris for... <laughs> is it Lorelai? I, 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 uh-huh. um, but yeah, hey, it's Pippi. And Luke has the same reaction as me. He's like, is this some kind of kids movie? Like, <laughs> what are we watching this for? Um, but the, the girls start singing together and it's kind of cute. Uh, but Luke cannot get over Dean. He keeps kind of glaring at him and uh, giving him an attitude. Yeah. And he you tries- know, like, we- Ate all the popcorn. Yeah. Lorelai tells Luke to park the tood. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh yeah. Yeah. So this is the, this is the cute scene. I, I wrote, I, I thought this was kind of cute. The Zach visits Lane at Luke's and tells her that he just takes a long time to process things. And that's kind of obnoxious. It's like, you know, whatever. But then, like she's like, well, you want something to eat? And he's like, sure. And she's like, okay, what do you want? And he's like, give me a minute. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I can't even process that. So I thought that was kind of cute. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
By the way, it was. Uh, I looked up Zach and I realized I had been wa- I'd watched him for years on True Blood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I totally forgot who this person was. So mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so we go back to Lorelai's house. Dean wants some beer, and Luke hassles him about it because apparently, unlike Zach, <laughs> Dean is not over twenty one. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, uh. Rory, yeah, so yeah, he's hassling yeah. Dean, and Rory's like, "Hey, remember that time you two were on a softball team together?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's time to get out the boppet. Don't hurt the boppet; it's got feelings too. <laughs> and then Luke wins and ye- yells, "Ha ha!" at Dean in your face, um, which makes uh, Dean leave. And Rory actually yells at Luke, which was interesting to see. <laughs> <laughs> And then Luke defends himself saying that Dean had a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> she says, you're the reason we brought out the Boppet. So it's I for like social occasions that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was yeah, worried Luke... a, 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 after this, that Luke would be like, all right, I'm going to go, you know, be like pissed mm-hmm. and leave. Yeah. But like, he like talks his feelings out with Lorelai mm-hmm. and says mm-hmm. he actually feels awful. And this is, why he's feeling like he's feeling angry at Dean because he says he's no good for her. And that this is, you know, I think we've talked about this already. Like, Hey, like if he doesn't know what he, if he, you know, he, if he's going to, he, he can't be trusted with that, with the marriage. Could he be trusted with Rory? He obviously doesn't know what he wants. Yeah. And, he said he's unstable. He said yeah. he's, he got married Knowing that he was still in love with Rory. He was pining after Rory and still got married. He can't be trusted. Right. And then he says, she needs a prince. (laughs) (laughs) And that is, that is some dad talk right there. (laughs) Yeah. That is putting her on that pedestal and saying, you know, that she's like Pippi. uh, Yeah. Lots of Pippi references. Yeah. She can raise a horse over her head. Yeah. And then he asks Lorelai if she's okay with it. And yeah, she's obviously not okay with it, but she doesn't want to like cause a, a big rift between her and her daughter yet again over this. So she's just, she says, I just need this to work. So, uh, yeah, r- kind of wrapping up things, Richard and Emily talk and Richard tells her about the barbershop quartet. Very good. I bought a pa- panic room. Very good. And yes, things are still the same. Um, mm-hmm. Rory's driving through town. She's leaving to go to oh, yeah. Yale, and she sees Dean walking home. And they were like, "Yeah, the movie was fun for a little while, like the good old days." And uh, Dean says, right. "I invite you over, but uh, Kyle's entertaining all those girls." Mm. Um, Norman Mailer, I'm pregnant. Okay. Okay, we're gonna go even faster. <laughs> All right, Luke goes to pick up Lorelai and she can't find her keys. She gets her sh- socks out of the oven. Uh, the front, the porch light was blown, so she left the light on in her car so she could see to get in. <laughs> but she knows the battery lasts for twelve hours, so she would be good. Uh, I like this whole thing where it's you know who changes the porch light for Lorelai is nice in her book, and Jess was not one of those people. <laughs> Yeah, Dean was the last to change the light. Jess never changed the light. Yeah. And then they, in the kitchen, uh, Luke finds the keys. They're in the back door. They're oh stuck. Oh, my God. Lorelai just 
hangs a towel over it and they leave and it frustrates him. He's like, I'm never picking you up here again. I got like, I don't know how many times I have come home and I'm opening the front door that is already unlocked because my wife has left the keys just stuck in there. Like she turns it and just leaves it there. I'm like, why can't you just pull the key out of the lock and put it in your pocket? Oh, I've got my hands full and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't understand. Like, and then you just close the door with this like open invitation. Like, please come use these keys. <laughs> come right in or take the keys and go steal my car. <laughs> I know. See, that gives, that gives me a lot of anxiety that I have so many things that I'm thinking about that I have to double check. And recheck and make sure I didn't mess this up because I've got, I'm thinking about 10 things at one time. That's because she's got the kids, she's got the groceries, she's got work, she's got, you know, she's thinking about a million things. Right. And uh, multitasking gets really hard. So, yeah, that, that, that gives me a lot of anxiety. Uh, All right. So we're, we're in the newsroom. Glenn got his article picked up at the New York, by the New York Times over the (laughs) summer. And Joel did an internship in Muncie, Indiana. Yeah, yeah. It, I I do have to say one thing. Um, mm-hmm. We were really getting irritated with Glenn's behavior, um, and uh, just super gross stuff. Um, but in this episode, he's actually kind of chill and also kind of funny, like kind of making mm-hmm. New York Times jokes. <laughs> Yeah. To just get under Jonathan's skin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Jonathan makes a being there joke. Another uh, movie that definitely college kids in 2004 would have totally watched. <laughs> well, I mean, Peter, let me tell you, Peter Sellers is one of my favorites. Okay. It's very good. I've heard that movie is really great and I still haven't mm-hmm. watched it. I, and, it, and, it, and, I, and I think I'm just so used to not watching it that I would, I'd feel like there would be some sort of disruption if I did actually watch it. Like, here's how long I've been thinking about watching that movie. I was working at Blockbuster and there was this one customer that would just come in and he'd rent being there. Like, every time he – and it would be like every couple of weeks. You know, it wouldn't be like every day or anything. But every couple of weeks he'd come in, being there, being there. He'd get being there and then he'd go home with it. And he recommend like this is so this is so good this is such a great movie it's like my favorite movie yada 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 <clears throat> and uh, and I'd always promised that I was gonna I'd watch it <laughs> and now it's like twenty years over twenty years later I still haven't watched that movie because hmm. yeah. it's um the guy who directed Harold and Maude yeah and which, which is definitely another one of those movies where I'm like yeah, oh have you not loads seen of people it? I've seen it I've seen it loads of people okay. love it. You know, it's oh a, my gosh, have you seen the uh, the landlord? Uh, the one with Will Ferrell? <laughs> no, the one with no, <laughs> the no, the no. Bridges, not Jeff Bridges. Bo, Bo Bridges. It's hilarious. All right, I'll take your word for it. All right, Muncie, Indiana. So, so Rory is realizing that she's behind. That all of these these people, even Glenn, even Glenn, yeah, got it. Together. You know, got something to, out of this summer. Yep, yep. Uh, and she oh, wasted look, time in Europe. <laughs> wasted just threw, but, well, and it's because she threw. She, it's such a waste of time because she was running away from her issues. Yeah, from the Dean situation. Yeah, 
So Luke is fixing the oven? <laughs> yes. Yeah, he did a funny bit. <laughs> Which turns out to be like, ah, geez, what the... Uh. <laughs> Which cracks Lorelai up. And I love how Rory's like, Mom, you sound really happy. <laughs> Which is great. Yeah, and... Oh, oh, yeah, so Rory feels like she's behind and Lorelai gives her a pep talk. You were behind at Chilton, but you hit a deer and everything came together. <laughs> Did we not remember our history? The deer hit her. <laughs> Okay, so at the Dragonfly, there's this, like, old man in the dining room, and a man is, like, interviewing him. And they're yes. just sitting there all day long, and all they eat, all they order is tea. Iced tea. Yep. Mm-hmm. When Billy Joel would pack it away. <laughs> Billy Joel would come in, he'd just pack it away, he'd just eat. And um, <laughs> Suki is just getting very upset with, this, with Norman Mailer. Norman Mailer. Because I think they mentioned it a couple episodes ago about how... You know, they're not doing any lunch business if they could get a celebrity to come in to drum up some business. You yeah. know, that would attract some business. So they get Norman Mailer in there. Uh, <laughs> do you know who Norman Mailer is? I've heard the name. I've heard the name. It's so funny when, when Sookie makes a mistake of thinking that he was one of Marilyn Monroe's husbands. I yes. totally was thinking the same thing. I was like, didn't he write Death of a Salesman? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. It's I, one I've of never, those I've names that just. Stuff. The, I I want to say I read the executioner song, but I think I think this is what it is. I think I had a babysitter that left the book at my house, and I saw it like all the time. And then like later on, they made a television movie, the executioner song. I think I saw the movie. I was probably way too young to see it. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think I I don't think I've read it. And some of those like. What was it? Uh, so Lorelai is saying, oh, I need to tell Rory that Norman Mailer is here. She read The Naked and the Dead when she was still in footy pajamas. Well, of course she did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, turns out I see that um, he uh, he died like three years after this was was out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the guy that's interviewing him, that's his son. That's his son and yeah. somebody in the writer's room knew his son, and that's how they got him. Right. That he, he said, I hate sitcoms. And they said, oh, no, you need to watch it. You know, it's good. And he watched it. He was like, yeah, I like this Luke and Lorelai stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and that, and that makes I me wonder, was that, was that just a publicist line? <laughs> or did he really watch it and, th- and say, oh, this is a good show. I think I'll be on it. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, Duel hands out the beats. Glenn gets crime, and oh, he na- he name drops Maureen Dowd. Dow for yeah. uh, to just to get to She's under Duel's skin. Yeah, and uh, Paris gets religion. She's like, huh, okay. And Rory gets features. Yeah, well, Paris thought Rory was going to stab her in the back and get religion over her, and she's like, what would make. A, what makes Paris so eager to get religion? And B, why would she think that it's such a popular beat that Rory would like stab her in the back and get it? Yeah. Take it from her. So, yeah. Uh, and then in walks Logan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, he's, he doesn't mind that Jonathan has nothing for him. He just wants to sit at a desk. And we get a little bit of background. Uh, again, standing f- five feet away from him, talking to Rory. Telling him, telling her that he his 
he's back from taking a year off. He sank his daddy's yacht. His daddy is Mitchum Huntsberger, and he is a newspaper magnet. So Jonathan is very, very much a, a kiss buddy kind of thing. But he also mentions to Rory, I hate privileged white males. Yeah. Rory <laughs> says are. you are a privileged. <laughs> yeah, but he's more privileged. <laughs> yes, yes. But I do love that, uh, again, just Matt Zuckery with that smile of his, man. I, I like that guy. Uh, he kicks back with his his newspaper man hat with a little press badge on the top of it. <laughs> and then he lifts off a little wink to Rory, which completely disarms her, by the way. She knows. She's yeah. Like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He like, he pounds on the keyboard. Smitty, get me, you know, tall blonde, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Put it to bed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm looking oh. forward. I'm looking forward to, to um, finding out about his anger issues. Um, which undoubtedly will come out in the future, you know, when he starts dating Rory, there'll be some sort of anger issues that he'll have. And, uh, some of this cute stuff that we, we're, we're seeing now, uh, will just be a thing of the past. Yeah. He's got to have some dark, yeah. dramatic issue. Yeah. Uh, there's some potential here and, you know, this background that we're, we're given, you know, um, mm-hmm. daddy issues. Yep. So, um, yeah, Suki, we've got this ongoing plot line of Suki getting irritated that, um, uh, Norman Mailer is not ordering anything but iced tea and comes out and like challenges him to stump the chef chef. She'll make anything he wants, you know, and the interviewer is like, can we have some lemon? (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny. I, I, you know, they the interviewer and Norman, his son and his father and son are chatting back and forth uh, pretty naturally, but s- some of it seems a little bit too natural. Like it's kind of still. Oh, annoying. yes. Like it's completely out of place in this very heightened, yeah. uh, very theatrical show we're watching. I kind of want to watch this other show that is the interview well, of Norman it- Mailer. <laughs> I mean, we could have gotten really meta and it, it somehow had Bill Moyers and Joseph Campbell sitting there. I would have probably appreciated it a bit more. <laughs> oh, I finished that. Did I tell you about it? No. It's amazing. Isn't Let me it? tell you what it's about. It's about freaking everything. It is. Everything. Yes. Everything. <laughs> I, gosh, that blew. I like watched that special at least a couple times when I was in, in college. Uh, my really? was so into it. And uh, got me hooked onto it too. The, I mean, he had, he had a, the VHS tapes. Amazing. Yeah. Like, I didn't know. I did, I thought it was something uh, academic. It is. It is everything. It's yeah. academic and it's uh, spiritual and it's historical and it's. <laughs> I was like, I'm watching everything. This is the universe. I'm just watching. Anyway, it was I great. Love, I love how Gilmore Girls got you hooked onto that. I swear, in like two weeks, you're gonna be like. Have you read The Naked and the Dead yet? <laughs> Holy shit. Because <laughs> uh, that other book that I bought, uh, what was that author? That like author from the 20s. Oh, God. Uh, My memory's not that good, but I know what you you're know, talking about. You got it's poetry. okay. Yeah. It, no, they were short stories. Short they stories, were more, yeah. more like not even short stories. They were just like humorous things it was okay like it's good to know like it's just it was very of its time you know Mm -hmm. 
But uh, yeah, I'll probably pick up some Norman Mailer and feel smarter. Okay. Uh, where are we? We're back at the dorm. Rory is talking to Dean on the phone, who is oh, working she's... in doses with a cowboy hat on. Yes. Yeah, I was reading something in the trivia. They were they were like, maybe this is a nod to him being from Texas. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Maybe him being in Walker, Texas Ranger will be another <laughs> nod mm-hmm. to that. Uh, you, do you think you'll give it a shot? When it no. <laughs> Just like straight up, nope. Mm-mm, no. Uh, yeah, they're trying. D- Taylor's trying to get the trucker crowd, uh, and they have like a trucker's rule sign. Country music is playing. The whole place is decked out. Yeah, I like how people assume that country that that truckers are only from like. The South or yeah. the or Texas, like there are truckers from everywhere. Right. Like they don't necessarily. They literally are. Yeah, they're, they're driving across the country. So yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, they can't they can't pin down a time when they can meet up again. And she said, "Absence makes the heart grow fonder." He said, "Yeah, sex does the same thing." She says, "Amen, brother." And I'm like, Bleh. "I don't know." Rory is not supposed to like sex. Bleh. <laughs> Meanwhile, Paris is headed off to Mormon Bingo, <laughs> and Paris is talking about. Uh, sorry, Paris. Rory is talking about uh, her downloading story and how easy it is. You know, like, or sorry, she's talking about her downloading story, and Paris is talking. Then talks back about how easy that story is, but obviously Rory is going to have a great angle on it. And Rory was definitely writing a by the numbers. Here's how Napster works. <laughs> Yeah. Or I don't even know where we're at in 2004. Is it LimeWire or something like that? Yeah. Bitcoins? She goes. I don't know. She goes to uh, interview a guy. Len. Who yeah, is. I heard his name. Len. Who is downloading everything. He's downloading all of Chicago's whole. Yes. Uh, What is the word for everything? Catalog. That yeah. Catalog. Just because he can. And I remember that. Yes. I remember like. Oh, I don't really like this this band, but I'm downloading it just because I can. This was me back in the day. This was like, yes, absolutely. I have to have the entire catalog. Oh, I kind of like that one song. Let me just just download everything they could, they'd ever put out in all the live things because I might get into it someday. Yeah, it's right there. Why yeah. not? Then, like you know, here we are living in the future where. Now, like I, all that stuff has been deleted for years and, uh, I definitely don't have it anymore. If you're listening, uh, <laughs> CIA or FBI, um, and speaking every, of, everything, I, I think I have being there on a disc that I could send you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't send that to me. I could probably watch it on streaming somewhere. That, yeah. That's what I was getting to though. It's just like, yeah, now I have the entire catalog of everything just because I have a Spotify account. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Except for what? Like, I don't know, a Taylor Swift? Voice? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, they keep, because they, they keep saying, you know, the whole story of downloading is people are downloading, but they're still buying CDs. And artists are hurting, but it's not because of downloading. Like, it's complicated, but nobody knows the answer. And right. I think it's just that everything was getting more expensive and now you have to pay like hundreds of dollars to see Beyonce, yeah. and you know, like it's so exp- it's yeah because they're trying to, to make be- up the the loss that they have from that. Yeah, you have to be rich. Yeah, to see or or a band one band that you like is playing at a festival, and you have to go sit through a gazillion bands you don't like to see yeah. that one artist that you like, and you have to pay hundreds of dollars for I that know, and right? sit out in July heat. 
out in the middle of a cow pasture. I know there's like a couple of like '80s acts that are were, you know were were playing at an amphitheater nearby this summer that I was like, hell yeah, I'll go see them. What what am I paying here? Like sixty? No, sixty dollars. I'm not paying that to go kind of like have a. Uh, uh, I'll remember when kind of evening. Get yeah. Out. When it should be like $20. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I used to go to concerts for $20 and that, you know, that would be the most, maybe 35, <laughs> but you know, and then of course you go to a site and you get excited because the tickets look like they're like $40 or something like that. And you're like, Oh, that's pretty good. And then all the taxes get involved and the, packaging and the ticket fees and, the, and you can't buy anything. You have to buy it through Ticketmaster, yeah. And then they, they charge that exorbitant fee. Bitches. Mm hmm. Anyway, uh, so Dragonfly in. Uh, the accountant. Meet... Do you know her? Yes, I immediately recognized her. Better things. Yes. I don't know what her name is, but. Uh, Neither do I. Um, She's yeah, one of the things. friends or. One of the friends. Or the manager. Isn't she uh, Sam's manager, but manager slash friend? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Folks, if you want a piece of moving, perverse, at times, art. <laughs> Check out better things because I just uh, love that show. Or I, I call it my life. <laughs> if you have daughters, uh-huh. you want to be, you know, talk to, you know, oh look, they're so they're being so sweet, and then they, you know, mom, yeah, make you feel. Ugh. That's the thing. Like I try to get my wife into it because if it was all about that, but it, it's always you never know what to expect from that show. It's always something else. There's something different, and I don't know. I I. I I definitely enjoyed the the, mo- the the ones I enjoy the most are the ones that revolve around her re- her relationship with her daughters, um, but yeah, there's other stuff too. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I like to I like the stuff about you know her being an actress. Mm-hmm. The music or... is so great on the show. I mm-hmm. I found a playlist where somebody like cataloged the speaking of the catalogs all the different songs that have been on that show, and just listening to it is just a trip, you know. <laughs> Mm. Or her dealing with her aging mother. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Who is you're like is she, is she just is she is she getting dementia? Is she senile, mm-hmm. or is she just crazy, or is she just giving Sam a hard time? Yep. <laughs> it had me follow Dietrich Bader on on uh, Twitter because I was just like I realized like I just love that guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I want him as a best I want him as a best friend too. I don't care if he's he gay or straight. <laughs> He life. waved at me one time. He did? Yes. Aw. Comic-Con, he waved at me. Aw. Yeah, it's great. He's also Batman. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, yeah. So, and the accountant is saying that they're hemorrhaging money at lunch, that they they need to cut lunch out. And Suki so just gets pissed. angry. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, the, uh, Rory, down, Rory interviewing the guy about downloading that she, she gets like bored mm-hmm. and <laughs> so she goes to the bathroom and when she's in there a girl comes in drunk wearing a ball gown and an ape mask yeah and then she gets into a van after saying a latin password uh which we find out later is ready for every ready for anything mm-hmm. and uh i'm like are we i mean we're watching veronica mars now aren't we <laughs> this is veronica mars <laughs> like there's some sort of like weird Secret society thing going on at this college, uh, and uh, uh, Veronica Gilmore is going to get to the bottom <laughs> of it, probably by using uh, this uh, guy that's kind of into her named Logan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do wonder how much they were inspired 
by Veronica Mars. Because they were running around the same time, I believe. Veronica Mars, 2004? Yes. Uh, I'm going to quickly Google it on my uh, very quick brand new computer that I'm not worried about crashing ever. Mm-hmm. Um, knocking on wood. Original release, September 22nd, 2004. Oh my God, it's it was just starting around this time. Hmm. Wow. Okay, well. Uh, a long time ago, there were two Veronica Mars going on at the same time. <laughs> uh, right. uh, I love that uh, Lorelai goes to Dosi's for nachos, and she comes out wearing the cowboy cap. Oh, yeah. oh, she has the icy too. Oh man, I had an, we have an icy machine at work. I I've only gotten it a couple of times, but that is so refreshing. Hmm. <laughs> a cherry icy. Right. Uh, Christopher calls. Yes. Who? Yes. How long has it been since we've seen Christopher? My old friend Christopher. And of course his wonderful wife Sherry, who's uh, uh, we find out is not in the picture anymore, which makes me sad. Rants IMDB in hysterics <laughs> and discovered spoilers. She's not coming back. Machin? Machin is gone. Uh Are you drinking jalapeno juice? Shut that door. Shut the door. Shut the door. Shut the door. Thank you. She brought the jar in here for me to open. Okay. <laughs> she drank the juice. Uh. Anyway, uh, Gilmore Girls won't stop crying. And uh, so Lorelai offers to go visit him. Is he still living in Boston? Because are they implying that Lorelai just got up and drove to Boston? Or is he living in like Hartford? I guess Hartford. Huh. So Lorelai... Uh, uh, Gilmore Girls is having a problem because she keeps wanting to climb out of the crib. And uh, so Lorelai solves that problem by picking the baby up, not to soothe it, uh, but to then turn, uh, put the child, was it? She gave the child to Christopher. She turned the crib around Mm -hmm. and then put the child back in the crib and they both just walked away from it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, that's great. Thanks. That's awesome. That really soothes the child. Like, no, you're definitely trapped in here. Get used to it. Which, you know, I get there's a bit of, you know, you have to kind of put your foot down sometimes, but it is a baby. It is a baby. (laughs) I usually, usually walking your child around and, 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 and soothing it and patting it on its back and talking nicely to it also works as well. But I love how it's just like, give me the baby. All right. Turn the crib around. Get in the crib. You're not getting out. Let's go talk. <laughs> <laughs> she handled it. Yeah. Now we never we didn't see him in all of season four. Oh, we no. only saw him in season three in two episodes. Ah, okay. But uh, yeah, we find out that Sherry took off to Paris. Uh, she took a job. She abandoned her child to Chris because Chris just did the same thing to her when he went off to work in Seattle for a little bit. And, uh, that just, <laughs> I'm just like, all right, I guess, I mean, Sherry did seem very career motivated and not sure if she was ready for, I mean, it sort of works, but it mm-hmm. really disappoints me. Um, yeah, it's a bit harsh. It's a bit drastic. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So I just had a baby and I'm out. <laughs> like yeah. I've been with it too much now. I'm and, and like, how long has she been with the baby? Maybe a year? I, 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 the no, baby... the baby is like seven or eight months old. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, yeah. my opinion of Sherry is completely dropped. And uh, 
luckily she's played by a mage dynamic, so I'm not completely mad at her. Yeah, I mean, mothers <laughs> don't just like have babies on a lark. Like, yeah. oh, I think I want to have a baby today, and then like a couple of months later, just like, oh, I think I'm moving to Paris. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm immediately like, oh my god, oh my god, is this? Does this mean Chris is trying to hand the baby off to Lorelai? Like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, Lorelai, you have to help me. And then Lorelai is going to be like, well, Rory's out of the house. Yeah. So uh, we did this 20, 19 years ago. Yeah. You know, you left me holding the bag. So I guess I'll just take care of this one for you, too. Yeah. Uh, again. Uh, all right, we go to the newsroom really quick. Uh, Jonathan's getting complaints from religious leaders, but <laughs> tells Paris way to go. Turns out he's happy about that. Yeah, don't don't you better not give those flip flop back flip flops back. She says they fit perfectly. <laughs> uh, Rory pitches her story about the secret society, and she found the Latin phrase led to like yeah again a, a secret society. And then they bring up this picture of people jumping off of bridges with umbrellas, which I was confused about. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. okay, maybe that was a uh, a hazing thing back in the day. I, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go t- back to uh, – oh, we go to Emily's and uh, Lorelai. Oh, uh, Halston and Eliza are expecting us. <laughs> <laughs> There is a new maid here. Do you get that? Do you know what that means? No. Oh, Studio 54. Halston, the designer, the fashion designer. Blink, blink. I watched I watched a documentary about Halston. It was great. Oh, and yeah. then Liza, like in the 80s, they were at Studio 54 all the time. All right. Okay. So, yeah, they go in and and she to the maid, she was like, "Oh, we're the 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 daughter and the granddaughter." Oh, well, Miss Gilmore's not here. She's right. at a fundraiser for a children's hospital. Very unlike Emily to yeah. just like blow off Friday dinner. It's so weird too cuz then they're like, "Okay, yeah, there's this big joke like we're going to take our shoes off and ha- eat paper plate pizza on the floor, and not use coasters, yada yada." And then it's like that's like a setup for some like something to happen at the end of the episode that doesn't. But really, it's just kind of a setup so Lorelai can give uh, Rory uh, the gossip. Mm-hmm. Um, says she's going to check back on him. I'm not sure. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Emily's not there, so they they say, "Well, we'll go to the." pool house and we'll eat dinner with dad oh well mr gilmore's not here either oh we got the house to ourselves so that's when they let loose right and take their shoes off oh you bet you should feel this this how soft this rug is and they send the the maid to get the phone book this thing called a phone book that people used to have to look up phone numbers in. <laughs> and uh while the maid is gone looking for the phone book yeah, Lorelai Laura, tells Rory stuff, yeah. that Chris, the Christopher stuff that that uh, she's gone, and yeah, I'm going to check back in on him. And yeah. Rory has a very co- concerned look on yeah, her she face. Looks a little surprised. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, da 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 da. Newsroom. Um, uh, uh, Rory's up late researching, and she just finds a newspaper with an Elias Huntsberger being arrested with uh, society members. So I suppose that is Logan's grandfather. Mm-hmm. 
Lorelai at the Dragonfly gets a call from somebody very upset. She's like, okay, I'm on my way. There's cartoon. My cartoon feet are moving. I got dust behind yes. me. Yes. And so she goes to Luke's diner, and outside Luke's diner is Kirk in a, <laughs> in a hot dog costume passing out flyers for lunch at the Dragonfly. Right. It's upsetting Luke. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, so she goes. So he admits to... it was her, the hot dog, but was Kirk's idea. <laughs> and Lorelai puts her foot down, and Sookie has a fit, and then goes and yells at Norman Mailer. And then Lorelai then pulls her away, and Sookie realizes she's losing her shit because she's pregnant. And then we get the title drop. She runs out and tells Norman Mailer, I'm pregnant. <laughs> Which I'm like, oh, I should have seen that from the beginning. <laughs> Like, yeah, oh, duh. especially in the last episode when Jackson is saying, I don't have time to be a selectman. Yep. I've got a kid and we're yep. trying to have another baby. Yeah. So, yeah, they kind of. Uh, hey, that's a prediction I had that came true. Like, well, I something I was hoping for. I was like, if anybody's going to get pregnant, I'm hoping it's Sookie because. Anybody like, else, have, it would be disastrous. This, they're in the baby. They're in the baby. Baby mode. Baby mode of. of their character development. They, they have babies now. Okay. They can have more babies. It's no big deal. Uh, meanwhile, Rory is asking Logan about the life and death brigade, which I guess is the name of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's supposed to be like the skulls and bones. Yeah. It's a, Except it's a no masturbating in coffins, I guess. <laughs> I guess it's a it's, reference to something. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a club that Joel says that everybody knows about, but nobody knows about for sure, but they know it is a thing. They know it. Everybody knows about it, but they pretend like they don't know about it. Like the, uh, powder puff and Chilton. Is that, was it power powder puff or? Yeah. The like poofs. That. The poofs. <laughs> <laughs> It was so long. It was years ago when we were talking about that. <laughs> and uh, Logan, this is really cute with Logan IMing Rory from yeah. like two feet away. <laughs> Which is something my wife and I do because there are children in the room. Um, we have to, we have, because, you know, it's like, you know, conversation is like, should like, we get ice cream? I don't know. I don't feel like uh, cooking. Do we get McDonald's? <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's wait till the kids go to bed. Is yeah. it time to put the kids to bed? Let's yeah. put the kids to bed. <laughs> The second so it's they, like you, they hear us murmuring like ice cream, you know, like all of a sudden it's like ice yes, cream. Are you getting ice cream, Dad? Come on, huh? we we get yeah. ice cream. Oh my god, we're getting but, ice cream. Yes, because kids, you can't tell them things. Yeah, <laughs> and especially beforehand because they will badger you to death. Right, you just have to watch what just let it you go know, when you when you when you let the cat out of the bag when yeah. kids are around because if you say the wrong thing, then you'll never hear the end of it. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, Logan offers to help Rory as long as she agrees to these conditions that she should, uh, she needs to agree to before she knows what they are. Mm-hmm. And then she says, sure. And she looks up and he's disappeared. Mm. Mysterious. Luke is annoyed because Norman Mailer and the interviewer are now at his <laughs> store, his restaurant. That was cute. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, then all oh, we go to Christopher's apartment and he gets a special surprise. It's Rory. I mean, she's not here to see her, uh, little half sister Gilmore girls. She is here to tell Chris to leave Lorelai alone. Mm-hmm. Mom is happy now and you'll mess everything up. Mm-hmm. Next time Next. you need help, call a nanny or a babysitter or call me. 
just leave mom alone. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's like when when he calls Lorelai, she goes into a certain mode. Yeah. You know. And yeah, uh, yeah. All of a sudden, she could drop everything and sleep with him, and you know, wanting, you know, that's it's that. <laughs> He's the one that got away, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Um, uh, is this okay? So constantly thinking, hearing about, you know, not constantly hearing about, but, you know, constantly having the back of my mind that there are things that make people hate the character of Rory, especially as the seasons go by. And I guess the one thing is the home wrecker situation, but I have to ask, is this another situation where we're like, all right, Rory, you're overstepping because I'm completely happy with it. I'm see, I like that Rory is seeing this and, but also it's like, is Christopher even consciously aware that anything like, how is that Christopher's faults that Lorelai would then wreck her relationship with someone that she's happy with to be with Christopher or have a fling with Christopher? How, how much is that Christopher's fault? You know? So why is Rory yelling at just Christopher about it? What do you think? You make a good point. <laughs> <laughs> but all Rory sees is uh, Luke is our friend and we cannot mess this up. Right. And we have to have Luke's diner. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we will have the diner. We cannot not be able to go to Luke's. Yeah. Yes. Some good cooking there. I got to go there one of these days. I mean, actually, mm-hmm. not just stand outside the building, but go in and eat the food and all that. So it's still there. Is it still, it's still there? It's still there. The building is still that's there. Yeah. Like, like that's prime property. You'd think it would have been a million Hallmark Channel. I'm sure it was. And... I'm sure that you know, it's a shell of a building. It's not like it says Luke's on it. it uh, or as any of the, the, you know, I'm sure they dress it up for whatever thing they're shooting there on the lot. You know, oh, okay. It's probably been in a million things by now. Okay. All, All right. right. Next week. Woo. You jump, I jump, Jack. You jump, I jump, Jack. Okay, that's a Titanic quote. <laughs> but I'm again, I'm immediately reminded of that photograph that Rory discovered. Mm. So I'm wondering if maybe Rory has to go through that ritual in order to get into this club, which you know, she may have to wear a ball gown and a gorilla mask. That seems to be all set up. So that's, I'm calling it. Yeah. This is a, uh, this is referring to Rory having to get into this, uh, blue and light gr- brigade. What is that? Uh, life uh, and death brigade. There life we go. and death. Yes. Yeah. Life and death. Okay. Sounds reasonable. I'll Thank go you. for that. All right. The party's <laughs> over. The party. Oh no. <laughs> all right. This is, the big fight. This is Luke and Lorelai. The honeymoon period is over and they're, they're now completely uh, at odds with each other over one thing. And it could possibly be the Dean thing, you know, it, I'm thinking what else could really has really been a source of contention between them. Um, and it seems to be the Dean thing, but maybe it could be something completely different that hasn't even happened yet. So but I, I think this is referring to, um, yeah, the party's over. It's either that or like, I don't know. Somebody's got to buckle down. Um, party's over. Yeah, I, I, I'm just thinking like it's the honeymoon period of Luke and Lorelai, and I'm. And it makes me sad. 
Okay. I can't remember. So, okay. TV sucks. (laughs) All right. Uh, Emily says hello. Emily says hello. Uh, huh. Well, uh, I mean, you know, this is Richard and Emily are having communication problems. Um, Emily says hello. Uh, you know, it'd be great is if, um, somebody had, uh, uh, I don't know. There's something that Emily needed to get revenge for. Like say, um, oh, ah, oh, I love it. Okay, so Emily discovers that um, Richard is having lunch again with Penelin. And uh, Penelin comes out at the end of the episode and finds her car like completely like smashed and spray painted on her car. Emily says hello. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's happening. I love it. Okay. And number four, but not as cute as Pushkin. All right, Pushkin. I don't even know what Pushkin is. I do not either. <laughs> is this one of those toys or something that, like a Tamagotchi or something? Pushkin. Uh, not as cute as Pushkin. I mean, this Alexander is... Pushkin. Oh God! So is this a, a Russian? It's a Russian person, poet, playwright, novelist, Romantic era. Oh, we're making literature references again that everybody should get <laughs> on the on the WB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that highbrow network. Uh, not as cute as Pushkin. I don't, I don't, I don't know something literature or something. I have no idea. I'm at a loss for that one. Sorry, folks. So those are our four. Yes. All right. Well, before you fall completely asleep. Uh, Sorry, I was reading about Pushkin to see if I'd oh. recognized anything you wrote, and uh, no, nothing looks familiar there. <laughs> You're gonna totally be read up on him by next week, though, right? Yes. Yeah. You're going to download his entire catalog. Yes. <laughs> Pushkin sings the hits. Uh, all right. Well, until uh, next week. La, 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 la. Long, long episode. La, 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 la. La, 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 la. la, 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 la.